Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast. This is me Abel and you're listening to The Turning Point. Can we turn uh, our Bible to John chapter 9 from verse 1 to 11? Yeah, read. As he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. birth. Okay. And his disciples asked him, mm-hmm. Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Okay, stop it. So, the Bible says, as he was passed by, he saw a man. Think about it. This man was not his aim. He was just passed by. Then he saw this man. And if you read the previous words, all the pharisees and people started talking that jesus has a demon so and they came to a point they took stones to throw jesus and that was the stage he was coming out and he was going to another place so as on the way he found a man who was blind from the birth he was on the way now why bible was mentioned he was on the way because if that was his aim bible will not say that as he was passed by that was not his original or or original you know destination yet his eyes found a man who was blind from the birth now think about a person who is blind by birth it's entirely different than a person who had a vision and lost in between so if you if you really if you can imagine a person who born as a blind it's entirely different because he has not seen anything come on he has not seen light or darkness he has not seen any colors he has not seen anything what he was seen from the birth till today is the same thing could be the darkness so i was thinking how do you explain to a person who born as a blind how do you tell him that you are blind because he has not seen anybody with eyes Did you, did you understand it the problem for this man he has not seen himself now imagine that you have grown up into this stage and you haven't seen your face even not even in a mirror now to understand how you looks like somebody has to explain to you what's your color what's your shape so this man has born as a blind and he has not seen anything or anybody from the birth now blindness is not a problem for him that is his world because he born into that problem now the, the 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 problem is if i am in a in a stage and if you are coming and tell me that you are blind i will argue with you because i haven't seen how the world looks like for me it is so real because i grown up in that i born in that i grown up in that all i know about is this world if somebody is telling there is something you in this world you may you may not, i may not believe it because i haven't seen i don't have any exposure in that i have i have no information about it if you don't imagine about his life even his memories are connected to the blindness how do you remember a person by his image but how does he remember a person he doesn't have any image because he can't take anything he can't observe anything it's a, it's very hard when somebody born as a blind it's very hard to convince them because how do you prove that he can see 
Or did you, you did you get what I'm what I'm talking? How do you prove that it is abnormal? Because he has to see the normal, and he cannot see the normal because his eyes are blind. Now the problem looks like normal for him because he's born into it. Some of you don't fight against the problem because it is too long that you overstayed in the problem and the problem became your lifestyle now. So you don't want it to wrestle with your problem because it's normal. But for this man, it was same. It was a problem. The problem was a problem for us, but for him, no. Who will go to a blind man if they are not getting any benefit? Even Jesus was passing by. You will understand what I'm talking to you. If you go through a problem, nobody will come to you. The moment you become productive, people want you. The moment you start giving fruits, people will come to you. But if you are not fruitful, nobody will call you. Nobody will anger about you. Nobody put their destination it's you. Nobody wanted to connect you. This man is sitting here because nobody wanted to connect with him because there is no benefit out of him. And the Bible says that he was begging. So the the problem he had is not about only his eyes. That one problem is determined his entire lifestyle now. Because now his problem is his income. He has to expose his problem to others so that somebody will have mercy on him. That's how he is living. Do you understand what I said? See, there is a prob- there is a difference between giving and sowing. So nobody will come and sow in his life. They wanted to have compassion. Everybody is usually, you know, sentimental. Oh, he is so bad. You know, look at his life. They, they move. So he is living with somebody's compassion. Whatever he is getting, it's because of somebody's compassion upon him. And this is the day that he he's, you know, he's sitting there. And everybody was... You see, where do you find the blind, blind people or the beggars? You will find on the way. You will not find anybody sitting there thinking that, you know, people will come to me and help me. No, you will find all the beggars on the street because nobody wanted to go to them. So they will display themselves in a place people are passing by. That's why this man is sitting on the way. That means he cannot trust anybody or he cannot assume that somebody will come to him and help him. But now he can display himself so that somebody will see his problem and help them. Also, the, the, there, is a, there is a lot of problem associated with the blindness. It's not about the blindness. In his lifestyle, if you think about it, it's not about the, uh, it's not about the, the blindness. The, the religious problem for him is everybody is thinking that either he has committed sin or his parents has committed sin. Even the disciples, you know, when they heard and asked Jesus, is it because of his sin or his, you know, his parents has committed sin that he born as a blind? I was reading the Bible and I was like, come on, what kind of question these people are asking? You know, even the disciples are asking kind of a foolish question. The question itself is a foolish question because they are asking Jesus, is it because of his sin he born as a blind? He lost it. How do you commit somebody's sin even before he born? They're asking them, asking Jesus, is it because he committed sin that he has born as a blind? This is what, when you go with the crowd, the danger point of if a hundred people are telling the same thing, you tempted to believe it is same, you will not rethink about it. That's why the religion is so strong, whatever they are telling, the, my parents believed in it, so I'm believing in it. My friends are believing in it, I'm believing in it. My, my, my entire family is believing in it, so I'm also believing in it. No, 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 no. That is not the way that you, ha- you have to go to Jesus. 
Why disciples also, if they had little bit of sense, they would have thought, okay, come on, how do you commit, you know, if you had committed sin, the blindness has to follow after that. So, all the spiritual, religious leaders are telling you it's because of the sin. Now, here I've got another problem. It's not about his sin. Now, because of him, the parents also got humiliated. Because everybody is addressing him with his problem. And in fact, even the Bible doesn't speak about his name. The Bible is speaking about a man born as a blind. That means the society has you know, given him a name as a blind man, not even his name. So he has to carry the identity what people are talking. Are you getting something? Because, you know, that is the stage. If you can't see yourself, you have to carry the image that your friends are talking about, or your, your colleagues are talking about, or your, somebody is talking about you. That's why many people are depressed when somebody said, you know, okay, she called me donkey. Okay, tomorrow you're depressed because they insulted me. If you know who you are, you will, you know, you will, you don't care about such kind of words just because you can see who you are. And if you, if you lost your vision, you will be begging for your identity. It's not about your eyes that you can you can find out who you are and you can define what is the difference you have because your vision is closed now. Now somebody has to tell you who you are. Somebody has to show you you know what you looks like or tell you what you looks like. And if the information is wrong, you believe in wrong thing. First thing is we have to understand. What I felt in my spirit tonight is the problem for this generation is many of them will not understand they are blind because they don't want it to accept they are blind. They wanted to justify with the reasoning that, you know, this is normal. What happened to today's Christian churches is they are in this trap. Oh, I'm reading the Bible every day. I'm going to the church every Sunday. So I don't have any problem. The God is good. All the time, God is good. I'm reading Psalms every day. But who will tell them that your eyes are blind? If somebody who can see beyond what they can see can tell them, bro, what you say, what you see is not the right thing. Oh, you didn't get what I said. That is what, that is why when the, when, when, when Elisha saw the army of God and his servant couldn't see it, and how do he, how, how can he explain that there is no proof that he can produce because it's in a different dimension things are happening. So he has to ask God to open his eyes so that he can see what Elisha is seeing. Because the information, see, the problem with a lot of people, you know, this man also, he would have heard the, what the colors looks like. But how, tell me, how do you explain the red color? There are things that you can explain, but there are things that you have to get exposure into it. Unless you get an exposure into that, you will not understand what it looks like. So the problem with this man is, it's not only, you know, many people maybe explain to him what it looks like, but in reality, he hasn't seen anything. What all things he has seen, or what is, his vision is limited to his imagination now. Because the only way he can create, he can see things in his imagination. And that imagination, think about that, a man doesn't see in a circle, and you're telling it just looks like a round. How do you understand, how, do he, how can he understand how the round looks like? So there are, so how can he take that information is only the way how he can interpret things. And this is, if we can break the spirit, if we can break this, this stage, I believe that, you know, many of you will start flourishing. Because it's not only about the physical blindness, it's about the spiritual blindness. Because it's, you know, if you look, uh, 
If you don't have blindness, the problem is you can't see further. You don't know what step you need to take next. Because you're, what you can see is all darkness. And the thing is, if you, if you don't have the sight, you don't have the vision. If you don't have the vision, you, Bible says, where there is no vision, people perish. If you don't have vision, you will not live your life with a purpose. Because what you need to think about is the next, the, the right moment, because the next moment you don't know. So what happens is, when you don't have a vision, you will not invest anything in your life. You will spend it out. Are you learning something? Because if you have a vision to build a house, you start saving for it. And if you don't have it, you don't have any vision that you spend that money. There is a huge difference in investing and spending. If you have a vision about your life, you spend your time. You don't, you know, you invest your time in learning. You, you invest your time in preparing yourself. But if you don't have a vision, you spend your time with anybody who is come, you know, after you. Even if you don't prefer your friends, they will start managing your time. Because you don't have a vision, now they are taking your time. If the problem, why nobody wanted to sow into this man is because he doesn't have a vision. There is no return. He's not living like he's going, he's taking anything back. Now, he has to, you know, the only way he can live is he, is, he has to expose his problem to others where actually he himself cannot see that's a problem. He has to show his negative side to others so that somebody will come and help him. How many times that we, you know, people are going and telling their broken stories to others so that, you know, they will have something. I don't want to say what other things they, they are looking for. Because something that you may get out of them so that you wanted to expose your broken area to others. But no. Everybody is thinking he has a problem, but for him, that if that is gone, he cannot live. Because his profession is built on the problem. <laughs> if if somebody is solving the problem, and if somebody is, pro is solving this problem, what this man is going to do the next day? Now. Why this man didn't ask Jesus to heal him? That's a question we need to ask because he didn't believe there is a world beyond that probably. And also, he didn't believe that if he come out of it, because, you know, some problems are we are too much attached to the problem that we don't want to get away with. Some problem because that is your pit. That is your, your comfort zone. You know, there are people who, who, who likes to sit alone and think about their pains and after a certain period of time, they started enjoying the pain. And no matter like how much time that you pray, whatever, whoever is laying their hand on your head, the spirit of depression will not go away from, from your life as long as you are still enjoying that. And the problem is, you know, some people, they, they, they need constant attention from others. And they can't live without that because they don't know how to live without nobody's recognizing them. So the only way they know to live is somebody has to boost them. Somebody has to appreciate them. Somebody has to say that, you know, you look very good. Somebody has to you know, keep on charging them. Then they, you know, they are so happy. There is a modern version of it. If you get more likes in the social media, you're happy. If you get more followers, it's a more happy. It's a new, new version of it. So what happens is you're selling your problem so that you can sustain. So this man, when Jesus is passing by, he's, he's not even asking to heal him. Because he doesn't know a life beyond what he is living. Um, and, you know, the, the, the disciples, they went ahead and asked the question, and the question is aiming for an answer. It's a multiple choice question. 
Wouldn't ask like what is the what what's wrong with this man? They asked the question with an answer, only two answer, either he has sinned or his parents are sinned. And so you know, so their conclusion about the problem is sin. So they, they just wanted to verify who has done the sin. So he came to they came to already a conclusion. This is this is like this. So just want just take doubt that you know who has sinned. That was their intention. See, many times when we go to God, we go with the conclusion. We ask God with a lot of you know question. We still we believe the answer. I know that I'm going to be like that, but you know, still I try to pray. Uh, but Jesus said, you know, nobody has sinned. So their level of maturity and understanding to analyze a problem was, you know, that was God from the stage of the religious experiences of teaching. In fact, if you read that chapter, in verse 34, the, the Pharisees, were, they were casting on him because they were telling you, born in utter sin. Because that was the teaching even the disciples heard. And Jesus said, no, 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 no. This is not because of sin. Read that verse again. Jesus answered, mm -hmm. it was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the words of God might be displayed in him. Oh. Then they thought, when they conclude that if this is because of sin, he has a problem. God has a different, entirely different answer for it. And he said, this is not because of the sin. Read that, I, I want the, that exact word. It was not that this man sinned uh, or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. So Jesus is telling that, you know, are you seeing a problem? But that's not a problem for me. That's an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Let it go inside. You are telling that he has a problem, but I'm seeing an opportunity. Because I wanted to display the work of the Lord. So everybody is thinking that there is a problem with this man. But Jesus is telling them, no, 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 that's, that, that's a canvas that I can perform some miracles. Now, how many of you believe that your, 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 your troubles are going to be your testimonies? Because your troubles is not a trouble. As long as you believe in God, if you can see through the eyes of Jesus, you can see that's not a trouble, that's an opportunity for a miracle. He said, like, you know, I wanted to display, or somebody has to say display, or even if you forget everything, take this word, your problems is an opportunity for God to display his power. Oh, I wanted to say it again, your problem, how many of you got a deliverance? If you don't have any bondage, how will you testify that you know, God will deliver you? I'm not telling that you know God is going to you know bind you, but if the enemy has uh, anything against you, God has a you know God has a way to you know bring his power and testify it. Now everybody is thinking like you know he has a problem, and, and the thing is, not only he he has a problem, and his family has a problem because of him. I think the family also in shame now. Now God is telling, this family is a chosen family. Come on, he born as a blind. Now who created him in the mothers of his womb? When he created him like that, didn't Jesus know that he is creating him as a blind? That means when you were created with that problem, his eyes were so much observing you. You thought, you know, it's because of a problem. You thought it's because, you know, something happened to me. No, 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 no. It's, it, it's you know, it's just, just an opportunity that I'm leaving for me to perform some miracles. You know, see, this family, actually this family has been chosen by God, yet people are not recognizing because their parameters, spiritual parameters, when they measure with the spiritual parameters, they couldn't recognize because God will do something like this. 
So they thought it's because of sin. Come on. Look into your problem and start thinking that you are carrying a miracle. This man is an opportunity for Jesus to prove. In fact, read the word. I wanted to show something to you. Jesus answered, mm-hmm. it was not that this man sinned mm-hmm. or his parents, mm-hmm. but that the works of God might be displayed in him. Okay. We must work the works okay, of God. Okay, read him. verse 5. As long as I am in the world, mm-hmm. I am the light of the world. Mm-hmm. Having said these things, he spit on the ground and made mud with the saliva. Then he anointed the man's eyes with the mud. Okay, wait. Now, Jesus is telling that, you know, I am the light of the world. And he, why did he say that I am the light of the world and he the blind man? Because he wanted to show that it's not only that he's going to give light to this blind man. He came to the darkest world and he wanted he, this, this, this miracle is a message. This miracle is not a miracle. It's a message for those who are blind in the spirit because I am the light. I wanted to show that, you know, even if you don't, even if you don't have any exposure in that, come to me that I can show you things beyond what you can see. Because this, that time, the religion was so strong, there was no, there was, there was no really spiritual people. So everybody, their eyes were so blind, even the level the blindness was that killed Jesus. Oh, come on! Even he was the light of the world. Yet the people could not. The religious people could not understand. He is the light. They killed him. So that was the intensity of the darkness happened to that generation. And he is telling. He, is, he put this man. And that's why he said, "Your miracle is a message." You know, some words has to speak it out, but something has to be performed. And some words, why Jesus said that, you know, he could preach everything, but he performed what he was preaching. Jesus needs somebody to perform what he was preaching. Now, this man is a chosen man so that he can perform what he was preaching. He just preached that I am the light of the world. But how did he prove that he is the light of the world? Uh, if, he can, if, if you can believe things in the spirit, he turned down to the normal way and he started performing a blind man who was born as a blind and show him the light. You should be able to, to, to receive the things in between, because there is a prophecies are coming in between. I don't need to prophesy it, you know, individually, but let me tell you, tell you that Jesus needs somebody to perform what he is preaching. Believe me, Jesus need a church, need a church to perform what he was preaching. Uh, Lord, I only see that because your word has to, I don't, uh, see, that's what the Bible says. Whatever the word he sent for, we don't return to him unless it is finished the work. So that my life is an opportunity to perform his miracle. Now you understand what I'm preaching. Because he just said, I am the resurrection. When he went into the Lazarus house, and he rose him from the time, so that Lazarus was an example. Tell your neighbor in a new generation, tell him that Jesus not only has a theory class, he has a practical also. This Bible is not only about the theory. The problem with the theology is only theory. But with the Bible, it's not all theory. It's also practical. What is written in the Word is going to perform. That is why this is a living Word. Tell me this man is a chosen man or not. But nobody is recognizing him as a chosen man because of one problem. Uh, And in fact... He is the special category of a man, but Jesus was really chosen, yet he was blind. Your blindness is not the absence of God in your life. 
It may be the presence of God in your life. Oh, come on, come on. Some of you has to take this word because what you're going through is not a problem. I mean, tomorrow you'll you, you turn and say that, you know, yeah, this, this, this problem, I thought this was a problem, but now I feel like that was no, that, that's not a problem. That was a miracle. That was an opportunity that God could perform something in my life. Now, I'm going to rush. Read verse again. Verse 6. Having said these things, he spit on the ground and made mud with the saliva. Then he anointed the man's eyes with the mud. Oh, I, I don't get too spiritual if I said something, but in a, in a prophetic way, I wanted to repeat that. He has a problem, and that problem is causing him so much of discrimination and shame. But where did Jesus anointed him? The Bible says he spat, made a mud, and anointed. Okay, okay, you, you know, some people are too spiritual. They will believe anointing in only with oil. But I believe anything that Jesus is using is anointed. Oh, come on. If you use the water, I believe in anointing because it's not about the material. It's about his, it's in the master's hand. Now, he is taking a little bit of mud and anointing his, his eyes. Come on. The problem, where is the problem? That is the exactly the that place God is anointing. Uh, and like, you know, why, does, why Jesus was Oh, he had been in a good way. Okay, don't do this. Okay, this is only for Jesus. Now, if we are doing it, especially in the pandemic, don't do that. Because if this was happening in this day, Jesus would have been in jail. And the Bible should have been in a different way. Uh, but Jesus spat and made mud. Now, we have to understand what Jesus was doing is, Everybody is thinking, even the Bible was telling about his pit. But we don't understand what is in that. You ask about the scientist, they will tell you, if you get, your, get a portion of your saliva, they will tell you your genealogy. Because your saliva carry the DNA. Now, what Jesus was doing is not just spitting. He was putting his own DNA into his eyes. And if you go, 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 go on Google, you can find the DNA, the, the saliva carry as much as the DNA, the blood carries. So when, he, when people are looking, Jesus was spitting, but there is something beyond in that. I want my own DNA because when I created, I created him like that. But now I want my DNA to function in his eyes because I, it's, not, it's not my word, but I want my part of my body itself. I'm, oh, come on, are you getting what I'm telling tonight? You think Jesus was humiliating him, but what Jesus was doing is he's taking some DNA out of his, he was taking the part of his body itself and creating what he was missing. Everybody thought Jesus was humiliating. But only, you know, somebody can understand who know that what was you know what was hiding in that miracle. Who created him? Jesus created him. Then, then, whose hand is touching him now? The same hand that created him in the mother's womb. Okay, I don't know why, but I feel like, Jesus, okay, I don't have much time to spend with you, but I'm leaving a part of my DNA on your problem. Oh. I don't need to stay there until the problem is resolved, but I can leave a part of you. Tonight, let me tell you what is the, the who is Jesus? The word has become flesh. 
Now, some of you remember thinking that how it is happening in my life. Let me tell you, if the word is living in your life, that is enough. Who is Jesus? The word became flesh. Now, in another way, what he was applying is the word. That word turned to DNA. Oh, I feel the Holy Spirit is ministering. Because where is your problem? That is the exact place his hand is moving. That is why many times when we come to the church, you know, we should not come with the Pharisees. Or, you know, he was coming like, you know, I'm doing that, I'm doing that, I'm doing this. Look at this man. He was exposing his blindness. But we are masters in hiding our problems. We wanted to show Jesus how spiritual we are than how broken we are. We wanted to hide everything. Looks like everything is good. Oh, Jesus, if Jesus is asking some of you, how are you? He will tell that, you know, God, I'm so good. The other day, I asked somebody, what you want Jesus to do in your life? Tell me. It took half an hour. Are you getting something? It's not unbeliever. Okay, I'm not, I'm not humiliating the person. But we need to understand that, you know, when Jesus is coming, okay, like, no, you're confused. We are praying for hours and hours, but if Jesus is asking, like, you know, what do you want to do in your life? Like, oh my God, that's a tricky question now. Because so much we are concerned about what we have and what is our strength we are. But we are not ready to be exposed our brokenness so that he can leave something on that. This word is reaching some of your soul in the deepest part of your heart. And you know where you are broken. You know that the part that you are humiliated. You know the where, where the problem comes. You know that, you know, some of you know, if, we, Lord, if, I, if this problem is fixed in my life, I know that things will be normal. And he may not speak today. He may not, you know, take the mud today. But what he has is, he is the word of God. And read further. And said to him, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means send. So he went and washed and came back saying. Now, my question is, did Jesus ask him to get healed? Did Jesus command the body to function normally? Did Jesus speak anything about the healings or deliverance? You know, this is this is the problem. Some of us we will believe. Like if if if, if the man of God is preaching to me, prophesying to me, that's for me. But again, that that little bit of saliva. That was enough, more than a word. I'm not degrading the value of the word. Sometimes God doesn't need to speak. Because the word that God is speaking to you convince your mind and heart. But your body can understand a different language that your ears can't understand. How, how the Bible says he calls out stars by name. Who heard that? But the stars know their name. So the language what we using is, a, is, a, is, is something very small when it comes to the dimension God can speak to us. Now he is not mentioning anything about healing, but he is, he is, telling, he is telling like, okay, read that verse again. To him, yeah. go wash in the pool of Siloam, mm -hmm. which means send. So he went and washed and came back saying. Oh. He went and washed and came back seeing. He went, he washed, he came back by seeing. My question, when his eyes got opened. 
Because there is a mud on his eyes. Even if he got the vision, he can't open his eyes because there is a mud. Now, when the miracle happened, some of us need proof to believe there is something happened. But your body doesn't need a proof to receive the word of God. That's why some healings are happening even while preaching. And he didn't, he didn't speak any word to get healed. But that word was enough. Now, coming to the point, instruction. He said, he done so much and said, like, you know, go to that pool. So the, the, the place called by send one, right? Now, if Jesus was telling to go and wash on a certain location, believe me, there is a miracle waiting on that location. You can't choose a different location and expect a miracle because your instruction is directing to your miracle. Because you have, you, you, you already into an instruction. See, when you, when you get an instruction, that's not a voice, that's a direction also. And when you, when you follow the direction, there is things that already God has prepared. Because God did not create the pole after he reached there. There was a pole waiting for somebody to come. That's why they named it as a syndrome. And nobody, you know, I know that people would have gone to the pool, but till today, there was nobody has, you know, come to the pool as a syndrome. There is a difference when God is sending you to a location. There is a difference when you, when God is connecting with you to a ministry. There is a difference when God is connecting with you to a stream. Because when God is sending you, there is a miracle. Because God has already created what is necessary for you. Because this place or this pool... You know, that, that's why some people think that, you know, the pool is, if the religion was, you know, if the religious people found the pool, they will make it, yeah, they will make something out of that pool because they believe in pool, but we believe in the instructions. Because if you are spiritual, you are not after the pool, but you are after the word of God. Because you know that it doesn't matter which pool, if he is telling, I don't care about how muddy the pool, pool is. Oh, this is, this is, this is the problem with the many people, because the, oh. can, can I share that also? So this man is already humiliated, already discriminated because of his blindness. Now, if he had a little bit of ego, think about that. Oh, some people doesn't feel that that is an ego. Oh, already everybody is, you know, thinking of rejecting me. Now Jesus is spitting me. Some people, you know, their prayer life is like that. Oh, Jesus also not hearing my prayer. Jesus also not understanding. Okay, so they 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 they're trying to you know. You understand what I'm trying to say there. So if somebody had ego, they would have been offended by that. Your ego is not, you know, created when you are in success. Your ego is created when you are going through your brokenness also. Because some people, you know, their ego is created. Why everybody is thinking like that? I deserve more. Do you get my point? I deserve more. Why everybody is not letting me, everybody is not talking to me, like blah, 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 blah. What do I think? The complaints are one sign of the ego. And pride. This man, there is no complaint. Lord, you spit me or you slap me. I need a vision. 
we need a generation like the lord i don't care about my style if the, the presence is moving i want something i don't clap like my my you know like yeah my my okay i don't want to record all those things my makeup is going or my shot is going i don't up like people i want people think about the you know if this man was thinking about little bit of like that he would have been blind forever and now not only that he has to go all the way to the pool the see that is why some super spiritual people will ask you that why we need to go to so far because god is present there also right why do you need to why do we need to you know to obey like everything uh, i know my own spiritual style my style is like that the spiritual life is a life that the holy spirit is building in you not that you build by your understanding no it's a lifestyle that holy spirit is giving you this man is already humiliated i can show you another story the same way this man is already humiliated now he has to carry that that mud and everybody is look look around like if you carry mud in your eyes that everybody start thinking you know telling like there is something on your eyes so there is another problem you're not only blind somebody put a mud on you but imagine how he was protecting the mud he is representing how he was protecting the instruction because he can lose that mud until he reached the place god has said to him so the physical representation of the mud is equal to the spiritual protection of his you know instruction the word he go he release he got what he is losing you know that is why you know sometimes when you when we hear the word of god after the meeting when people come and you know put it oh is it really like that so that one opinion is enough to shake your miracle we we have a uh policy or whatever it is called in my life when god is speaking something to you no opinion for it there is no opinion that is it so if if this man see think about this you have to visualize it if he was you know convinced by somebody to shake it off he was shaking his miracle so why sometimes god is giving you time from the instruction to the miracle is he has to see your determination also because if you are not really after it you will shake it off if you are not really after after you will you know you will dilute that instruction so oh, the pastor was preaching like that but you know uh, the tv preacher was preaching that way so i changed my mind on tuesday now i'm thinking the other way but you should understand which source the instruction is coming pastor you are so prophetical you know some of you are thinking like that it's to you so that's why when you are when you are coming to a, when you are connected to a prophetical stream it's so so important even sometimes it doesn't look like a prophet prophecy but that can carry your miracles it may looks like a casual talk there, there is nothing in that you know that miracle so the question is like you know, how many people got healed in the in the pool nobody but the chance of discouragement and questioning the the instruction is so much then you can decide like you know already i'm i'm blind why should i you know now he has to seek help to find out where is the pool that's another problem because he hasn't seen the pool because he was blind so somebody has to lead him into the pool so i i don't know why god is working in that manner think about the time of elisha a widow came and told him that you know because of the debt everybody like we sold everything my 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 husband died and the prophet is asking what is there left in your house she said little bit of oil now he is asking go around collect all the vessels believe me and 
if you are close enough to collect the whistle this 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 family would have been taken money also because they, because they 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 lend money that's why they are in problem now now she has to go and ask something else but only the humility and determination will take you to obey certain instruction because the grace is upon the humble one how do you prove that you are humble unless there is an instruction upon you now you are not you know holding an instruction you are holding your deliverance but you are holding you are carrying your deliverance in your spirit before it it is happened in your life actually this man is carrying that all the way to the pool without knowing what is really he is carrying it but in between the problem is in between if something happened and he lost it he lost it so the bible says he went out read that verse i'm going to stop it now sorry and said to him go wash in the pool of siloam okay so he went and washed and came back saying okay can i can i re rewrite in a way he went and he obeyed he came with a testimony oh. he went he obeyed and that obedience how many of you know the obedience is better than sacrifice so the sixth day your obedience is god is counting as better than your sacrifice now the sacrifice is now when the moment you obey you are you are you are, you are having a sacrifice when you sacrifice there is a chance of fire coming into your altar how do you build your life as an altar that by obey and i want you to tell this go out obey it come back with testimony i i heard a word when i was worshiping exposure exposure this man is not only got the vision he was getting an exposure to a different world it was his not his eyes are open he was entering into a new world you go home and read the bible and everybody was thinking telling that this man was begging and somebody said no 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 this man looks like that i wanted to prophesy to some of you somebody people will confused by seeing the way that you are changing you know they will think, no no this is looks like that girl or that boy but but you know like they, they really got confused because when he got out of uh, you know when he get into the that next level his life changed he's not begging anymore and if you read the bible you can understand the problem after your testimony also this people started accusing him started questioning him because everybody likes you to be like this none of your friends wanted to change they can't accept your change because what they are familiar with you as a blind man they enjoy your blindness and this man and they, they they're so good they're helping you also but this is the only time he met a man who been feeding for his life he pulled out to him from the darkness till his life he met so many people they could explain what it looks like but this is the moment he's meeting somebody who can take him from the darkness and place him in the light that is the name of jesus and you may have different people in your life you may have your family you may have your friends you may have your husband you may have your wife but let me tell you nobody can take you from the darkness and put you in the light the only person whom you can trust in that is jesus yeah. 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 
you may meet many counselors you may meet many psychologists i don't care about them but because you have met my jesus if you met my jesus that is the solution for your problem it is not uh, somebody celebrate jesus today He know people who is helping him. He know people who are paying for your phone. He has met people that can afford his, you know, his bill, but he never met a man who can, you know, take him to the world what he is seeing. And I wanted to tell you this. This is the way that I had to declare over you. Jesus was not taking him, simply not giving him the vision. He was taking him to the world, naturally what Jesus is seeing. You didn't get that. If your spiritual eyes are open, you're going to see things what Jesus is seeing. This word uh, I don't have time to preach the word that's what John saw in the in the book of revelation when Jesus said come up, I'm going to show you what is going to happen he started seeing things what is happening in the heaven in the past in the present and in the future uh some of you have to cast the the word vision I, I i see the the, the girls to see things on the spirit is coming back to the house you're not going to see the problem you're going to see the solutions you're not going to see somebody if somebody is coming with the problem you're not going to see the problem you're going to see the miracle behind them i see the changes in the perspectives i see the changes in the vision people are seeing i'm not talking about the vision that you that you see when you close your eyes i'm seeing your mindset is changing i see the people god is taking some of you out of the, the darkness your vision is going to be restored in the name of jesus your vision your spiritual eyes are going to be open some of you in fact believe me some of you are going to testify that they they showed the angels there there are days to come that if i give the time for testimonies it will overflow the services itself because you are you are going to get into a different world Now he's not preaching the gospel he's carrying the gospel His life is a gospel he is not he doesn't need a, a sermon to preach he has a life to share oh some of you are going to carry your life is like that Oh, people are going to come and ask you, how did you reach that? You are going to say that I don't know much about it, but I met a man who pulled me out of the darkness and... I met a man. I met a man. I met a man. The problem is, well, we came for a meeting, but we need to meet the man called Jesus. Holy, we need a personal encounter. God is preparing a generation that can that they they have the vision. Okay, don't misunderstand me, but let me tell you. He was his income was somebody's mercy. Now he has to work to earn. Because his problem level changed. But let me tell you I feel in my spirit the true blessing is a level that people will come and invest into you in life because let me tell you because they found it's fruitful it's fruitful the seed the what they are sowing in your life will return because your soul is so fruitful it's not going to you know 
it's not going to i'm not against anybody helping somebody no my my intention is you have to grow in your level people will come and you, you you know you know if i get a chance to bless abraham definitely i'll be the first one first one because i know how blessed he is so there is a level that you can reach people will come to you and will tell you bro i wanted to invest in your life that because i see how god has blessed you so now if i am honoring because i'm honoring you i know that how god is going to bless me too somebody say elevation Father, in the name of Jesus, we declare whatever you, you tell tonight. We give you all the glory tonight, Jesus. We celebrate you. And I command this house, let them go out, obey, and come back with the testimonies.